Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Rough Greens. Where's my dog? My dog's around here someplace, probably outside. Um, Rough Greens uh, is something that you put on your dog's food, and they love it, no matter what size. I mean, my dog, Uno, uh, is enormous and could eat uh, Pat's dog like an ice cream cone. Just one little fur ball on top of a waffle cone, and it would be gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they both love it. They both love it. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer for all of your dog's health needs, and that is Rough Greens. It has everything in it your dog needs and loves and will love to eat. It's Rough Greens. Just sprinkle it on the top and watch your your dog go, go, go. Hitting Pat's dog, I'm going to put some in the bottom of a waffle cone. And it'll be a birthday present for for uh, good old Uno. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-N-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call them now. 833-GLEN-33. Get your first bag free. Just pay for shipping. Welcome to the program. We want to get right to it because there is a new disturbing turn that is a major mile marker that just came out of uh, Canada. We'll also tell you the good news that happened here with Hunter Biden. All that more starts in 60 seconds. First, if I may, tell you about Tuttle Twins, their new history book. This is their latest history book. It's part two in a series. You really want to get this book, at least in the next couple of days. They have an amazing special going on. I'm going to tell you about it. You don't want to miss out on it, but it's going to end here in the next couple of days. Tuttle Twins are on a mission to help families learn from history. And they're doing it with really great books for kids of all ages that teach about the history of this great nation. If we can just understand the stories and ideas that make America so special, we'll know how important it is to preserve our freedoms. Most textbooks don't teach these ideas to kids or the stories. They teach them the dates and the names, and then they get the stories all wrong. To celebrate the release of their new book, the Tuttle Twins are giving one family vacation getaway to visit the historic sites around Boston. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, order the book, and get entry information and official rules for the vacation getaway. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com, order the book, get the giveaway details, no purchase is necessary. Uh, Enter the the giveaway right now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get more information. All right, I want to talk to you about a couple of very, very disturbing uh, stories. <sighs> Where do I even begin? Uh, let me tell you about. Let me tell you about what is happening up in Canada. 
right now. How could I have lost this stupid story? Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell it to you. I can't seem to find it right now. Um, just had it. Um, Jordan Peterson, friend of the program, friend of mine, brilliant man. You know him. I know him. We respect him. You may not agree with him. I don't know how you don't agree with him, but you may not agree with him. In Canada, the Psychologist or Psychiatrists Association has just sentenced him to re-education. They said he will lose his license if he doesn't go in for re-education classes. And Jordan Peterson said, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. No. Uh-uh. So instead, he's taking them to court. When this goes to trial, this is going to be earth shattering one way or the other. They don't have freedom of speech like we have in Canada. Now, he says this is infringing on his basic rights. They do have some basic bill of rights which is ridiculous because it holds no water but that's what he says they say he's hurtful hateful and really really doing bad things to people yeah i mean he's not cutting testicles off of little children but apparently his words are very very bad this is a huge milestone this is a mile marker. If, if he is forced to go into re-education to keep his job, we're in a different world, gang, in the West. We are in a completely different world. Let me give you the next story. You know the statues that they were taking down? Statues in Virginia. The big, huge statue of uh, Robert E. Lee. Uh, they told us they were just going to take it down. Then it would go to a, you know, a cemetery or in a museum or whatever. They've decided to melt it down and make it into something that's more educational and uplifting. So they're going to take this great work of art and melt it down. I think that's a milestone. I think that's another mile marker. It's what the Germans did. The art they disagreed with, they took down and destroyed. By the way, I again don't know how if you're sane or rational or no, no, no. If you're just paying attention. If you pay attention, there's a lot of people who are so very wrong right now because all they're doing is listening to the mainstream media, which is lying to you. Telling you that, for instance, Hunter Biden did no wrong. Well, you can do that, but there's no excuse for your stupidity now. There are too many sources out there that you can go to and get the facts. You, you, can, you can find them yourself online. But now we're silencing people. The left is the one that is banning speech, not the right. 
Anybody on the right who wants to take books out of a library, I'm not with you. Recategorize them. Make sure that inappropriate books are in a different part of the library. That's fine. When it comes to school libraries, I have no problem making sure that three or uh, uh, third graders can't get books that are sexually explicit. There's no problem. It's I'm not banning your book. I'm saying it's inappropriate for certain ages. Why does the left not understand that? Uh, you have the movie rating system. It's you know that uh, sexual movies are not good for kids. That's why you don't even go R. You have what? Well, it's not NR. What is it? What is the rated X version now? Is it N? NC-17, that's what it is. NC-17. No children. No children under 17. Well, you know, we've hit another milestone. In Washington now, kids are getting uh, bringing home notes to their parents that say the school can keep their health records secret at the request of their children uh, as of the age of 13. So I can't take my kid. I, it's not like my kid can go off and go into an NC-17. I've seen people take kids into rated R movies. I cannot take my kid to an NC-17. But my kid can keep their health information away from me at 13. Well, you know what? If that's true, then my kid isn't on my insurance until they're 27 because remember that argument gotta be on the kids 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 are kids and they gotta be on health insurance of mom and dad until 20 wait a minute that's not a kid 27 is not a kid well yeah i mean you know they don't fully form oh they don't fully form the way they're thinking until 26 but i can cut the twigs and berries off of a 13-year-old, and they can make the decision. Makes no sense at all. So I'm going to give you one more story here, and it is a remarkable story of being silenced. I want you to keep in mind, your kids now, if you're in Washington State, your kids can be in charge of their own health at 13 years old, and they do not have to tell mom or dad. Jordan Peterson is being told he has to go to a re-education camp. They are destroying those statues that they took down. They didn't just take them down. Now they're melting them down. Let me give you one more story. All of these are milestones. More in a minute. All right, our sponsor this half hour is uh, is Rough Greens. Stephen in Indiana wrote in, he said, when I put a teaspoon of Rough Greens into my dog's food, she slowly sniffed it, walked away, then came back and devoured her entire bowl. Ever since that first day, she eats her entire bowl in one sitting. That is the same thing with Uno. That never happened before. She has been eating it a while now. Her coat looks great. Her energy has increased, and she sleeps better than she used to. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Relief Factor, uh, 
wait, <laughs> Rough Greens, why does it say Relief Factor here? Rough Greens is not a dog food. Relief Factor definitely isn't. Uh, Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle it on the dog's food. Remember, uh, brown food is dead food. Green food is what you need. You got to eat your greens. It's filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy, it's in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident you're going to love it. They're going to give you their first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so let me tell you a, a story that I read today um, that I was shocked by. And maybe you're going to be shocked by it a bit, um, or at least my take. It is, uh, it's written by a guy who probably doesn't agree with me at all. David Valesco. He criticized Lenin in the Seattle Times. He no longer has a job. Now, why would you criticize Lenin? Why would that even come up? Well, I don't know. In Seattle, why would it? What was he talking about? He writes, I was just fired from my job at the Seattle Times after defending Hitler. The only problem is I never defended Hitler. In fact, my family was hunted by the Nazis. My grandfather was a Nazi killer who later almost died in a concentration camp. And some of my best journalistic work has been exposing neo-Nazi lies. But if you want to hear a story about intolerance in our country's most tolerant city and the erosion of civil discourse in American life, read on. I began my career as a university lecturer of English and logic, then drawn by the need to tell stories of structural oppression. Oh, boy, we're not. I switched to journalism. I have been a journalist for the past 15 years and have spent almost all of my adult life in Asia, four years in Japan, six South Korea, three in China, one year traveling Southeast Asia, two in Nepal and India, where for a short period I was homeless in Mumbai. But that's another story. My work is largely focused on East Asian politics and culture, everything from sexism in South Korea to the terrifying rise of Nazi chic in Mongolia. I wrote about North Korean refugees and Europe's racist opposition to the Syrian refugee crisis. While living in Israel, I wrote about uh, the Israeli soldier who was held by Hamas for five years until he was released in a prisoner exchange in 2011. Perhaps the reason I'm drawn to these hard stories in far-flung places is because my family background. After Vladimir Lenin, Lenin uh, turned Russia into one giant gulag, my family was scattered like leaves. My grandparents became refugees. They settled in Patterson, finally, New Jersey, and the rest of his uh, life, my grandfather sent boxes of whole cloth, candles, paper, and other essentials to his beloved family, who he could never see again. My work on the Ukrainian refugees resulted in more than one story, including a piece for the New York Magazine about the therapist who helped a woman find the strength to flee her home amid the explosions, saving her life and the life of her mother and daughter. I was never prouder of the work that I had done. 
about a year later i'm recently now moved from rural georgia from my wife's native peru i received a job offer from the seattle times to be an editorial board member and columnist our entire family had moved to georgia together including my parents my brother his wife so it was a tough call but after consideration we sold our house my wife and baby daughter flew to seattle and i drove the moving truck i knew seattle only by reputation the great outdoors of the pacific northwest a vibrant asian community a strong latino community too so our daughter could grow up with spanish-speaking friends and residents who routinely approved tax hikes to ensure those in need of help received it Oh, there's so much to like and so much to sit down and talk to him about. I am a democratic socialist and my wife is a DEI trainer. Okay. Seattle fits for them. The job was rewarding from the first day. If I must say reporting on the protection of orcas and the efforts to improve the level of civil discourse in Congress. When Pride Month came, my family proudly marched the Seattle, with the Seattle Times. What a beautiful new home, I thought to myself. How inclusive, how tolerant, <laughs> how naive. Earlier this month, for my first official column, my boss urged me to write about the local statue of Vladimir Lenin that stands in Seattle's Fremont, uh, Fremont neighborhood. The good people of Fremont enjoyed dressing him up in tutus, Halloween costumes, and the like. I was more interested in writing about astronomical, the astronomical cost of child care in the city, but it wasn't hard to make a column all my own. I simply had to talk about my refugee grandparents making, uh, um, making Pelami, I don't know what that is, and Babushka, and my grandfather Joseph, the Nazi killer, who I am named after. I noted Lenin's secret police raids, his mass torture, forced resettlements, and genocidal killings. The column began by reflecting on Karl Marx's last words as a London-based correspondent for the New York Daily Tribune, in which he attacked the hypocrisy of Westerners who defend sacred values only when it suits them. Huh. Sounds familiar. In other words, it was about selective outrage rather than the statue itself. I concluded by saying I'm a democratic proceduralist. Didn't know what that was. It's somebody who supports a decision from the collective to, let's say, keep the statue. I like to call that a Bill of Rights constitutionalist. Readers thanked me. Some shared stories of their own families fleeing Russia or told me how their grandmothers broke down weeping when they reached America only to find a giant statue of Lenin staring down at them in the land of the free. Uh, the critics, uh, the critics uh, said that no one actually takes the statue seriously. Isn't that weird? That's what the, the uh, Church of uh, the Antichrist or what is it? The church of satan actually says oh no we're just it's not serious the day after my column was published i received my first response seattle times so desperate for a new staff that they hire folks from rural georgia for their editorial board we don't need more faux outrage another reminded uh, us um the uh, st the Soviets single-handedly defeated nazi germany and that statue was just a funky piece of art still another you miss the point. It's a joke. No, it's not. I also received a flood of positive responses. People shared family stories and photos. A retired high school history teacher said my piece was excellent. Blah, 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 blah. So here's the thing. He's, 
he's being accused now of saying that he's, uh, you know, praising Hitler because he said, in fact, while Hitler has become the great symbol of evil in history books, he too was less evil than Lenin because Hitler only targeted people he personally believed were harmful to society, where Lenin targeted even those he himself didn't believe were harmful in any way. Well, I mean... I guess if we're measuring evil, maybe, I guess. I, but So anyway, he was saying this on Twitter, back and forth, getting into an argument. And the New York Times first, or I'm sorry, the uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle Times first called him and said, hey, you know, don't worry about it. You know, it's, uh, it's fine. Then later that afternoon, uh, the boss called and said, you're fired. And... He said, what, I'm fired. You just said I was fine. He said, you have poor judgment and you're continuing to engage online and you shouldn't engage uh, these people online. Well, he said, they're calling me a Nazi. Um, I don't know. Nazis are kind of a bad thing. I think I need to defend my family. So now he's out of work. It was his first article. He's out of work. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him because he's one of these guys who actually truly believes in these things that I don't believe in, but he actually does. And he's been duped by his own side. He's he is the victim that you're going to see over and over and over again because there's no pleasing these people. You can never be. DEI enough. You can never be ESG compliant enough. If you step out of line, and because this is a mob, if the mob decides that they want your head, they'll get your head. And all of the corporations will bow down because they're all afraid of the mob or they're part of the mob. And I want people to understand clearly, I believe this exists on the right as well. You don't go along with the mob, well, then you're out of the club. That's not American. On either side, that is not American. But how does this mob really work? I mean, they've got to have a propaganda arm, right? Oh, they do. One you've never heard of. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. By the way, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden uh, uh, coming up in just a little bit with um, Alan Dershowitz. I want to talk to you a little bit about Preborn. Uh, they sponsored this ad. And uh, what I'm about to tell you is is real and is happening. The abortion pill accounts for over half of the abortions committed in the U.S. More than a thousand children die in this way every single day. Deborah is is a girl who walked into one of the abortion clinics. First, she went into, you know, another clinic like uh, Planned Parenthood, found out that she was pregnant. She scheduled an abortion. Uh, then a friend said, no, go to preborn. So she went to a preborn clinic. She got an ultrasound. This caused her great distress, um, but she still felt trapped, didn't know what to do. She took the abortion pill, 
Uh, she gave birth to a child and brought it back to preborn, and she was just a mess. Please, can you help this madness stop? Donate now at preborn pound 250. It's pound 250 or preborn.com slash Beck. Don't forget to use promo code uh, dump fox for $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. We are a country that now worships a false god. It is a god of wealth and a god of fame, a god of a carnal buffet, all you can eat. It's a god that promises everything with no hardship, no work in return. Just do as that god says. It's a god that promises punishment for all those who stand against or speak against its God or its doctrine. It's the God of the earth and the earth over man and man over man. Our gods have high priests now, scientific experts who in their scientific way will only accept into their monastery those who agree with them completely, totally, without hesitation. The rest face a ritualistic inquisition where if you repent, repent, you may survive, but even if you do repent, most times you're sacrificed or run out of society to fend for yourself. Good luck. No job, no bank, no friends. You're sent out to a leper colony. Good luck. There are many faces this to this religion, but the two main branches of this religion is LGBTQ and climatism. Climatism, the most important high priest of climatism, is the subject of my latest book, Dark Future. Like any good priest, Swab knows his religion inside and out. He knows the right terminology. He uses a ton of virus, contagion, pandemic metaphors. He constantly conflates climate change with a medical crisis. He's talked about COVID as being connected to the climate, air pollution, diseases that come from animals. He talks about climate change as, quote, the environmental virus. In his book, The Great Narrative, which was a sequel to his book, The Great Reset, he even talks about the importance of turning a big idea into a viral narrative, which, quote, takes off and becomes contagious, making its way into policies as well as business and investors' decisions. So he's mixing climate change and virus-related terms in a way that's not an accident. The reason why is because he credits the development of all of this philosophy on climate change to Bill Gates. And as a result of that philosophy, Schwab's economic forum became the key influencer in the ESG movement. The World Economic Forum developed ESG metrics under the guidance of Brian Monahan. Who is he? He's the CEO of Bank of America 
and the chairman of the WEF International Business Council. So Schwab has probably done more to enshrine ESG as part of climatism religion. But remember, ESG starts with the confessional box. Confess your sins or we will assign the sins to you. For Schwab and the WEF, ESG is the yardstick for stakeholder capitalism, and he's devoted himself to making ESG a political issue. His partners in the Global ESG Project helped maintain the, spokes, uh, the smokescreen that it's really, no, it's just about, you know, good-hearted people, just, they just want to save the planet. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink said, stakeholder capitalism is not politics. It's not social or ideological. It's not woke. It's all of those things. Whenever you hear these people say it's not this, I can guarantee you it is that. For Schwab, what makes climate change such a powerful weapon in the ESG arsenal? That is terror. For the global power elite, keeping people terrified of climate change is the perfect tool for raw power. And it will affect everyone. No matter you agree or not, you will comply. Listen to this. He writes in the great narrative, societal pressure and rising activism will accelerate at a pace which companies embrace stakeholder value and will force the reluctant ones to convert to the cause. Societal pressure, meaning you look down your nose at somebody, you block them off, you cut them off, and rising activism, you boycott, you get in their face. It will force the reluctant ones to convert to the cause. Al Gore has choice words for those who don't convert to the cause. Listen to this from Meet the Press. You know, the climate deniers uh, uh, are really in some ways similar to all of those uh, almost 400 law enforcement officers in Uvalde, Texas who were waiting outside an unlocked door uh, while the children were being massacred. They heard the screams, they heard the gunshots, and uh, nobody stepped forward. And God bless those families who've suffered so much. And law enforcement officials tell us that's not typical of what uh, law enforcement usually does. And confronted with this global emergency, what we're doing with our inaction and failing to walk through the door and stop the killing uh, is not typical of what we are capable of as human beings. Wow. I mean, who would have tied global warming to the Evaldi shooting? Well, Al Gore did, and I'll explain that in a second. The U.N. Secretary General called climate change um, uh, a real uh, emergency. And so the IPCC comes out with a report, which is the religious text. And the reports are accepted, promoted as gospel. In fact, the UN uh, Secretary General called it a survival guide for humanity. Yet the IPCC reports uh, are wrong. 
In 2001, their version claimed that there would be a decline in the severity of snowstorms worldwide. Didn't happen. 2007 predicted a lack of rainfall around the world that would reduce crops up to 50%. Didn't happen. 2018 gave humanity just 12 years to avoid devastating global warming. Safe bet that uh, number is going to be adjusted over and over and over again. The reason why climate change, DEI, all of these things are happening is because of the media. Now, let me tell you something you probably don't know. Have you ever read any story and went, what? Left-handers are a cause of climate change? What? How does that happen? Well, in part, thanks to an organization called Covering Climate Now. This is a Goebbels-style propaganda unit. They were founded to insert climate change into every story, no matter what it's about. CC Now helps news media, quote, cover the defining story of our time with the rigor and urgency it deserves. CC Now. It was co-founded in 2019 by the Columbia Journalism Review and Nation Magazine. They now have over 460 media partners, including Reuters, Bloomberg, CBS News, MSNBC, NBC, Telemundo, PBS, Univision, and Al Jazeera. But they have 460 of these in total. CC Now's co-founders say they believe their project is, quote, the biggest effort undertaken to organize the world's press around a single topic. That is an ad agency at best. But because it is working with news departments to put the message in every single story it can find, it is Goebbels propaganda it is a well-financed concerted effort to convert you into the church of wokeism this is why you must not trust the mainstream media they knowingly are accepting propaganda interference with their stories they are being told how to shape stories there is no one here at the blaze that is told how to shape a story there is nobody here at the blaze that talks to me about my show there's nobody that talks to uh, anybody about any opinion when we that's why sometimes we vehemently disagree with each other but we watch each other's back even though we disagree, because we believe in the Bill of Rights. We are not scheming and looking how to insert something in every single story to get you to believe some overall lie. Even an overall truth. We're not doing that. The mainstream media is. I'd love for you to join the blaze, if you will. Just join us now. You get a 30% discount. Dump Fox. Uh, by the way, Fox has, uh, has stopped matching the, uh, the uh, satanic temple for uh, charitable giving for their employees. 
what, a, what a coincidence. Uh, it happens just a few days after we, we say that it's going on. Um, and in fact, I don't think you can even give to the Satanic Temple. You can give to Planned Parenthood, I'm sure. I'm sure that's still there. We should find out uh, what else is still there. I mean, because there were it wasn't just that. It was also the really big LGBTQ, one of the groups that is actually spearheading putting trans uh, trans uh, women uh, men in dresses into our schools yeah i guess i wonder if you can still uh, give to that back in just a minute when you're trying to work through a buying of a or selling of a home one thing uh is is really difficult just selling it then buying one it's time consuming you need somebody who is not only knowledgeable about the whole process from the beginning to the end, but also works hard and has your best interest in mind. And if you're selling across the street, you can have the same kind of uh, you can have the same real estate agent. If you are selling across the country, you need two of them and you need them kind of working together. We work with the top sellers. We work with the top human beings. These agents are pillars of their communities. They are the kind of folks that you would trust in a handshake deal. Many of them are fans of the program, and uh, uh, you'll have something in common. Most, uh, most of the clients walk away going, wow, I have kind of a new friend or a new welcoming committee here in town. If you're trying to buy or sell a home right now or both, reach out. We'll put you in touch with an agent in your area. You're going to be really happy that you did this. Do your own homework. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. There's a couple of big stories. We're going to hit Hunter Biden. It looks like justice actually played a role yesterday. And uh, I'm going to have Alan Dershowitz explain exactly what happened. Um, But it it, it is justice. She said this is not constitutional and this is a this is a show. Usually the the prosecution is against the defendant. And right now, that's not what's happening. You guys are in this together. No, that's not going to happen in my courtroom. It was uh, it was really good news yesterday. If you're on the side of the Constitution and, and law and order, um, also yesterday, and this really hacks me off. Uh, Mitch McConnell, mm. he just do we have the videotape of that by any chance? Yeah, we do. He just stopped talking. For, I don't know, about 20 seconds. Listen to this. In cooperation and a string of uh, now he's just standing there, staring. Standing there, just staring. He's just like frozen in place. And nobody's uh, this really goes doing on. anything. If, if, like you said, yeah. over 20 seconds of this. It's just bizarre. What is now happened here? Now somebody got a hand on his shoulder. He's not recognizing it. There, he just snapped out of it. Is there anything you Can we go back to your office? Yeah. And off he goes. And he just wobbles off. Okay, still not communicating at all. Here's the thing. 
Wow. We are seeing too many, too many things that are not normal, and we're just mm-hmm. treating them like they're normal. Young, really athletic kids dropping dead. I know that happens, but it doesn't happen this much. No, it should be think super rare. How, think of how small the celebrity group is, okay, compared to the rest of the United States. So that's a sub, 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 subsection of the United States population. Think of how many famous people we know that this has happened to in the last three years where I don't remember it happening. I know it did, but I don't remember it happening because it would happen like once. Mm -hmm. We're seeing far too much of that and dismissing it as normal. The second thing we're seeing is uh, elder abuse. Absolute elder mm-hmm. abuse or uh, unbelievable arrogance. How can we say that Joe Biden is not fit to serve because he does that and he's like that and then not say anything about Mitch McConnell? Have to. <clears throat> Have not to. on this. Not on this program. We're going to be consistent. That's elderly abuse at best. That is a horrific grab of power and arrogance at the worst somebody somebody but by the way do i have to say this to my friend pat hey pat if i ever just stop talking for 20 seconds (laughs) right in the middle of a sentence Uh and you know that i'm vacant that i'm gone would you please take me to the hospital, no matter what I say after <laughs> yeah. I come to? Yeah, yeah, I that's think I not would. normal. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's okay, not. good. Thank you. Do we need to tell our, our representatives <laughs> that that's what they should do when somebody does that? The guy hit his head recently. He's clearly, clearly not good. He's clearly unhealthy. Mitch, it is time for you to go home. We're seeing too many young kids drop dead and too many old people in Congress and in the White House acting like nothing's wrong when none of us would give them the keys to our car.